Welcome back to the Lucid Dreamer podcast. This week's short story is completely different from anything I've done before. I'm visiting one of my favorite characters from my childhood, Winnie the Pooh. I've developed a decent impression of Pooh and hope to deliver some entertainment there. This is an excerpt of what he may have written in a diary. I present to you Pooh's Diary. Good evening, diary. It's Pooh again. Today was an eventful day. I had a really big rumbly in my tumbly that couldn't be satisfied by anything else but honey. So I went to B. Beaverson's hive to buy some honey from his workshop. The sun was shining its golden rays on my golden fur. All of that goldenness made me think of honey all the more. My tumbly was rumbling even fiercer by the moment. Luckily, the hive wasn't too far from my home. Hello, B. Beaverson, I called out to the hive. Are you there? A bee came out of the hive, but it wasn't B. Beaverson. Pooh, welcome back, Han Beaverson exclaimed. What can I do for you? Well, Han... I have a really big rumbly in my tumbly, but I just can't seem to satisfy it, I reply, trying my best to hide the loud rumblings of my tumbly. Sorry, Pooh, we're all out of honey, Han Beaverson replied. A heffalump came and stole all of it. It was horrible, Pooh. Not a heffalump, I exclaimed, extremely scared of what was to come. I knew I wanted the honey, but... I didn't know if I could face a heffalump to get some of his honey. Think, 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 I said to myself as I puzzled and thought of a solution. Han flew just above me and watched as I thought. Pooh, Han quietly said. I think you would be able to get your er, honey back. Uh, you are a bear and a very smart and brave one at that. Han gained confidence in his voice. I couldn't think of anyone else better that could get our honey back from the heffalump. I was flattered by Han's comment and had a tingle swell up in my chest. Okay, Han, I declared. I will go and find this heffalump and get your honey back. Oh, thank you, Pooh. Once we get our honey back, we'll give you as much honey as you can eat. We'll even replenish your storage. Han exclaimed as he joyfully buzzed around. That sounded very nice to me and my tumbly, so I wanted to get started right away. Oh, that's very kind of you, Han, I said. Now, which way did this heffalump go? Just past this tree, you'll see its tracks. Follow them and it should lead you right to him. Thank you, Han, I replied, and I hope you and the hive have a great day. Tell B I said hi when he comes back. Oh, I will, Han said. Be safe, Pooh. I waved goodbye to the tree as I started my way on the heffalump's trail. I was a little bit nervous, but I had confidence that I could do it. After walking for a long time, the heffalump's tracks finally stopped and I looked into a large clearing to see where the heffalump was. He was fast asleep, its large ears, stocky legs, and bulky body laid motionless on the soft grass. 
A pleasant little snore came from its long trunk, its purple bushy tail perked up occasionally. Then, just beyond the large sleeping heffalump, was the pile of honey jars that the beaversons stored next to their hive. I channeled my inner plushie to make my feet as soft as possible so that I wouldn't wake the heffalump as I walked. I started walking out to the clearing, ever so slowly, making sure that I didn't step on any loud branches that might wake the heffalump. Step after step successfully passed, without a noise to wake the heffalump from its deep slumber. The nerves were building up inside my stuffing, but I didn't let it get to me. I was confident that I could get the honey for the Beaversons and leave without waking the heffalump at all. After a long while of sneaking through the grass, I was right next to the heffalump and its large storage of honey. The snores from the heffalump moved the grass right below its chin. It sure breathed heavily. I snuck over to the honey and started to load the pots into my arms, stacking them one on top of another as high as I could muster. The sticky honey flowed over the tops of the jars like a golden waterfall. I caught hold of the golden silky goodness with my eyes and couldn't separate them from it. It looked so good. I gently set down my stack of honey pots and decided to take a quick lick of honey. After all, it was going to be mine anyway, and I couldn't carry all of it back with this rumbly in my tumbly. I needed energy. <laughs> Just before my tongue was about to touch the scrumptious honey, my tumbly made a fierce, loud rumbly. Maybe it was out of excitement, but it definitely was loud enough for the heffalump to hear. It stirred in the tall grass, and I started to run away. I didn't know what else to do. I couldn't do anything against a heffalump. I moved away as fast as my little legs could carry me, which wasn't very fast. Pooh, wait! A familiar voice called out to me. It's me, Lumpy! I stopped in my tracks and immediately turned around. Lumpy, you're back! I exclaimed as I began running back to him. I missed you, my friend. Why didn't you come by my home and say hello? Well, it was a long journey, and I saw a pile of honey, and I definitely needed a meal to get me back in tip-top shape. So I took some honey jars and ate some. Lumpy, those are the Beaversons' honey jars, I said. They need them back. I know they'll give us some if we give all of it back. Oh, the Beaversons, Lumpy remembered. I forgot about them. I'll give it all right back. The heffalump planted all four legs on the ground and stood up. Load them on my back. I've got an idea of what you can carry to give back to them. Lumpy said. I nodded and followed Lumpy's instructions before beginning our trek back to the Beaversons' hive. It only took several minutes to get back to the Beaversons. Lumpy was kind enough to allow me to ride on his back. The only job I had to do was make sure the pile of honey pots didn't fall off his back. That was a lot better than walking. Han Beaverson saw us from a ways off, then zipped inside the hive. 
Harnet Lumpy and me, I called out to him. It's safe, we've got your honey back. Han re-emerged from his hive. Oh, Pooh Lumpy, I haven't seen you in ages. You can tell I still haven't fully learned that not all heffalumps are evil. Han laughed. How have you been, Lumpy? Fine as ever, Lumpy exclaimed. Sorry about the honey pots. I forgot that your hive was right here. Don't even worry about it, Han said. Thanks for bringing them back. That isn't all we brought back, I declared. Here you go, Han, for your troubles. It was Lumpy's idea. I stretched out my paw full of freshly picked flowers. Oh, thank you, Lumpy. This will make making honey so much easier. This really helps. Bee is going to be ecstatic once he comes back. Here, each of you keep three jars. I'll give you more once we make more from these flowers. Han motioned to the stockpile of honey pots, now leaning against the tree. Lumpy and I each took our share of honey and wished Han a lovely afternoon. We went back to my home to enjoy the honey and share fun stories. So that was my day. I got to satisfy my rumbly-tumbly and spend a lovely afternoon with a great friend of mine. As I said before, today was an eventful day. Until tomorrow, diary. Sincerely, Pooh. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Lucid Dreamer podcast. I loved being able to do an entire episode in a different voice or voices, even though it was quite difficult for me. I've never had to do that many voices, different voices at once, and never had to do a poo voice for that long. So it was getting a little scratchy and a little bit rough. But anyway, it was, it was a lot of fun. Send me your feedback in the email in the description below. If you liked what you listened to, please drop a five-star review and share this with your friends. And if you're new around here, go ahead and follow this podcast to get more doses of daydream just like this one. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week, have a great day.